Let's boogie, baby. Welcome to the Procyon Sector, a round corner of the galaxy where the wrong kind of crowd feels at home. Case in point, the crew of the Montressor. A mechanic on the lam for stealing an experimental hyperdrive blueprint. A noble concealing a shadowy past. A pilot hell-bent on winning some illegal hyperspace races and a ram who just wants to smash heads and eat metal. Jam-packed with style and always low on creds, these smugglers take just enough legitimate gigs to keep their ship flying. Then, the real fun starts. They aren't your typical outlaws. They're the professionals. And they're about to take you on the ride of your life. Hello, everybody. How you like that top of the stream graphic, huh? That's pretty good. Really hoping it's, it works. Good. We think it worked. We're 99% sure that it worked. 98. Uh, 98. 98. You're right. Hedge our bets. You can never be that sure. Uh, Thank you, Will Jinkies, for for helping us get that set up. It looks incredible. Uh, we look incredible. You all look incredible right now. Thank Whoa, you. you look incredible, yeah. buddy. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I, I thought you meant you all like our listeners, and I was very. And, hey, look, our listeners look incredible as well too. I've just never seen them. his third eye. He can see all of them. Yeah. Right oh. He just I don't has know access it. to all of their webcams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what he meant by third eye. Yeah, third eye is called. Yeah, it's, a, it's an application. It just lets you hack exactly. into everyone's camera. <laughs> yeah, I can just I can see everybody's everything all the time. And uh, yeah. um, everybody's everything. Carl, all your, is that the sequel to everything? Carl, you're all at once. <laughs> everything, everything, and everywhere all the time. Uh, Carl, you're looking real good in that uh, blue button-up shirt right now. Yeah, I really love that Carl dresses <laughs> up for our streams. Yeah, it's I just great. feel like I'm being targeted because my character's name is Carlton. I so. was, <laughs> you know what? I had this moment where where I was like, I need to come up with a random name, and all I could think of was Steve and I'm or and Johnny, and I was like, but those are the names of two of the players in the stream right now, so I can't. That's, that's I can't. not the random generator software in your brain. You got to use different I software. I know, I know. I got to change. That's the memory my, uh, software. That's like when, when someone asks software. you, like, what's the first word that comes to your mind when you say a word and you just say the yeah. same word back to them? <laughs> same words. <laughs> well, all right. Word. Uh, mind. Uh, enough, enough complete goofing around. Let's at least intro the stream, right? This is the start of our scum and villainy campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so excited. We just spent two years playing Avatar Legends. We will still be playing Avatar Legends on this stream and on this podcast. That is, uh, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, October 3rd. Yes, yes, that's correct. October 3rd is going to be the first episode of that. This, however, is the, the five of us, the, the, the OG five playing minus Monroe, minus play, uh, uh, playing, which would Scum be the OG six Monroe, which should be so. the OG six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted, I wanted to give her a shout out. You know what I mean? Fair like, enough, fair enough. It yeah. feels, it feels, it feels rude to say the OG five because Monroe is part of the, the original crew too. Johnny, yeah, Johnny just man. wanted to, to represent math. So yeah, math. Yeah. It's the OG six well, minus one. Yeah. Someone math, asked math to not form this podcast with us. So, yeah. So forget the universe is math, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Scum and Villainy is a uh, a science fiction 
space western game. Uh, it can do a lot of different genres, uh, but essentially, y'all are playing like scum and villainy, like crew, like uh, underhanded, legal-ish crew members. Think Guardians of the Galaxy. Think Firefly, Cowboy Bebop. Um, even a little bit of Star Wars Rebellion, although with what you all have picked, I don't know if we're going to get too much into that. We might. There's a couple characters that might have some some rebellion story threads we could pull on for sure. Um, My character's heavily inspired by uh, Andor. Yeah, oh, for Andor, sure. Cassian oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah, Love that. yeah, I can see that a lot. Um, so here's what I want to do. Uh, I would like for each of you, uh, we had a character creation session that's on our Patreon. If you're interested in listening to us, it's like a couple hours um, and we go through the entire character creation process. Um, you can join our Patreon at any level. We have a, a $1 level up to, uh, I believe, a $25 level. Uh, yep. But any level you join at is going to get you access to any of our Patreon exclusive content, which is going to include the character creation sessions for both this and for Avatar Legends, uh, as well as um, our Patreon exclusive show, The Forge, which is where we every month we play uh, Powered by the Apocalypse game. Uh, we're in the middle of our Urban Shadows campaign right now. Very, very fun doing that. We did this the sword of the crown and the unspeakable power before that um and we're going to be doing trophy dark next which i think is uh, i just announced it i announced it you did said, we're, doing trophy. We're, playing trophy. <laughs> we're playing trophy dark after we play Urban shadows um wow. it's gonna be a ton of fun so yeah no one is more in, excited than danny <laughs> i know if you're interested in any of that content uh feel free to join our patreon at any level um so what i want to do now because not everyone has had a chance to listen to those character creation episodes uh, i would love for let's go around i would love for you to share your your character's name uh, a little bit about their backstory uh, at their playbook. Um, and I think let's start. Let's just start there. Yeah. Name, background, and playbook. I'm going to choose. Uh, I'm going to choose Johnny to go first. Yeah. Uh, so my character is named uh, Leto Bartok, and he is uh, the playbook is the speaker. And Leto has a bit of a mysterious past, and he likes to keep it that way. But he spends most of his time in the Procyon sector, uh, just kind of schmoozing bigwigs and making connections between uh, business leaders and noble houses, and uh, you know, whenever he can, uh, just wooing and uh, betting whoever is available as well. Wonderful. And uh, you said speaker. Um, mm -hmm. I was half listening because I realized I did not introduce myself, us, or what this is. Because for many people, this <laughs> might be the first that they are listening to us. Yeah. Incredible. Um, that was Johnny Button. Uh, Johnny Button <laughs> is uh, a wonderful player. I my name is Justin. I am the GM. I have been the GM of the Flying Bison podcast, now called Dustfire Media, because we're doing other stuff other than Avatar Legends. Um, and uh, yeah, we played uh, Avatar Legends for two years, and now we're playing Scum and Villainy. Like I said, we'll continue to play Avatar Legends. Uh, I think that covers it for now. Um, <laughs> let's go to Steve Durgan. 
Uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, as well as your character, a little bit about their background and playbook? Sure. Steve Durgan, pronouns he, him. Um, I'm playing Carlton Graves. Uh, Carlton is the only Xeno in our crew. A Xeno is just the word that Scum and Villainy uses for non-human things that are still approximately humanoid. Um, so bipedal, typically, uh, roughly symmetrical. And um, Carlton is... The only thing you need to know about him for now is that he's uh, large and muscly, and he'll be playing the muscle, and he looks like a humanoid ram. So he's got some ram horns and some short white fur, and hopefully that helps you picture him. He's intimidatingly large. Um, 6'10", 380 pounds. So, yeah. Can, can you just give us, like, a, a little bit about, um, like, some of the things we can expect from, like, what is the name of your your alien species? Like, uh, give yes. us a couple, a couple cool things that they can do. Yeah, so I'm, I'm calling them the Ramda, though probably most of the people in the hegemon would just be like, and most of the humans would be like, these are just steel horns or have various other names that they come up with uh, for these. And uh, the Ramda, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they have only one origin as far as like planetary bodies are concerned, but the one that sure. he is from, um, he calls Pallida. And uh, it's in, in the game, most people call it Baftoma. Okay. Um, and he was essentially just part of um, a herd and they uh, would you know, mine uh, the planet and they, they eat metal. That's important to know about the species. Um, they eat metal, they can get nutrients out of it and have a great time snacking on metals, um, can smell them pretty well. Um, and they were subjugated by the hegemon and forced to mine out their own home planet until it was a husk. And then yeah. they were moved off of that um, and, so, you know, continually used uh, for labor and mining other things like asteroids and small moons. Yeah. Um, and so they're they're essentially a forced migratory people now. They kind of yep. don't have a, a home planet anymore. We'll find enclaves of them throughout the Procyon sector, yeah. which is the four systems that make up where we are playing. Uh, wonderful. I'm, I'm very excited. You and I worked uh, on all those abilities uh just last night we kind of like set them in stone and <laughs> yes. uh very fun um let's move on to because i see their name in riverside uh and i don't see the other person's name in riverside uh let's move on to danny danny introduce yourself as well as your character a little bit of their background and the playbook oh yeah hi i'm danny wickman he him pronouns um, I'm going to be playing as Havoc Plex. Um, Havoc is the going to be the pilot of this group. Um, at a at a young age, uh, at, as an as an infant, Havoc found himself adopted into the Bornico Syndicate, which is a group of thieves who roam around um, the Procyon sector, stealing different technologies um, from whoever they can, I think mainly the guilds um, and Havoc's life has gotten very interesting as of late because uh, some past mistakes have been resurfaced and he's had to kind of take to the stars and wander on the run. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how, how things are going now. Wonderful. Good luck. Wonderful, Mr. Mr. Plex. <laughs> Uh, and and certainly not least, but definitely last, 
Uh, Nick, why don't you uh, tell us uh, a bit about yourself uh, and then uh, your character's name and their background and playbook? Yeah, I'm Nick Coblin. I'm here to play a character. Great. And that character's name is Gears. Uh, no both, of our pronoun- both of our pronouns are he, him. Um, <laughs> uh, Gears is a, uh, the ship mechanic. Um, cares very deeply about the ship. Um, less so for the people on it, but they, you know, they're, they're fine. And uh, usually stays on the ship. Uh, doesn't really like going out, but goes out to, you know, roll some dice, roll some hollow dice, play some hollow cards. <laughs> Everything has to be hollow because uh, it can be, you know, has to be. <laughs> Do you mean uh, hollow uh, like H O L L O W? No, yeah, like all of the like cards hollow, are very like thick. Holographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing inside of the cards. <laughs> They're like empty, all just so that you can feel the cold <laughs> emptiness of space at all times. Oh my no. god! No. Um, <laughs> Gears is uh, I is I said mechanic, but it's also the playbook that yeah. uh, that I used for Gears. And yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I think that is. Uh, oh, can you tell us a bit about like Gears as a mechanic? Um, yeah um gears is just kind of always tinkering with something um as long as he's been on this ship he's always been trying to like get like better parts for the ship get new like thrusters get more advanced uh you know uh gear and and equipment and uh always trying to upgrade something um some of it is pretty ad hoc uh sure just because you know we're not we're not rolling in cred, so uh, some of it is a little jury rigged, but it's always the best it can be with what we have, and always yeah. trying to do better. Yeah. And how did you like get here? Like, how did Gears oh, get to this moment? This moment, uh, Gears uh, dropped out of um, essentially space college. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I had actually finished I think space you mean college. Hollow school. Hollow school. Hollow school. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, essentially, I'd actually finished space college and was uh, under like training, like a work order, essentially, to pay it off. And also, as part of like getting really becoming certified as a Starsmith uh, guild member, which is the, the guild who makes all of the engines that, mm-hmm. uh, well, makes is a quote unquote sort of copies them from the existing alien technology overseas the um, hyperspace lanes that sort of right. stuff yep and uh he for he just couldn't take it anymore had to leave couldn't take the the work order and uh left and found some work because he still needed to make money uh still has a family that he loves indoors tries to take care of mm-hmm. and yeah wonderful wonderful that's what i wanted i wanted the like leaving uh Uh, college uh, in your work Mm. and then finding yourself trying to find money um that is wonderful uh so all of you have been a crew for some time so let's get that out of the way we're not doing the like you meet in a bar and then we have to find some convoluted reason why the (laughs) four of you would work together uh you all have met up in the past 
And uh, maybe someday we'll talk a little bit more about like, how did you meet? That'd be fun, like flashback episode maybe to do like, how, how did the four of you guys meet? But for, for this and for this campaign, you guys have been a crew uh, for an indeterminate amount of time. Maybe not a, a long, long time, but at least, you know, a couple months for sure. Uh, what is the name of your ship? The Montressor. The Montressor. And we went with, so in the Scum and Villainy, you get to choose between one and three ships. Kind of denotes what kind of missions that your crew wants to go on. Uh, there is the, uh, I have to pull it up. The f- Fire Drake is like rebels against hegemonic oversight and overreach the cerberus are bounty hunters and you all chose the star dancer classification which is smuggling operations uh illicit merchants smugglers and blockade runners so the montressor is a star dancer which means that you have indicated to me you want to go on a lot of smuggling missions so I am going to say that you all uh, have just gotten off of a job. It was a a very like by the books uh, job. There was nothing illegal about this one. You were just burying some people from, uh, we'll say, uh, what is the name? Uh, I'm still learning all the like names and settings of this place. Uh, there is a. Yeah, Nightfall. Nightfall. It's like this seedy, cyberpunky planet. Uh, Nightfall. You have have taken some people from Nightfall to Warren, which is the seat of government here in the Procyon sector. It is where the governor holds their you know place of power, their seat, and it is quote unquote the capital of this sector. Uh, you have just gotten done dropping your passengers off at Warren. I'd like to know uh, what. Let's start. Let's start with gears. We'll work backwards this time. Uh, gears. What are you doing? Um. So we just landed. Yeah, we'll say like you're you you've seen the passengers off. Um. You can, from the spaceport and that space dock, you can see the rest of the city of Warren. It's well-developed, but you can tell that it is well underfunded. Like, everything looks old, everything looks dirty and grimy. Um, You know, if you look, you see, like like, a space rat that's, like, pulling a piece of space pizza into an alleyway. That's bad. Love me that space pizza. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Just I need to know: Does Space Pizza Rat also go viral? Uh, Space Pizza Rat, yes, definitely does go already, viral. Already on a screen above it. Yeah, yeah, it's already <laughs> on the like giant screen. Yeah, not yeah, a yeah. spot talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Warren. <laughs> like an interview starts happening in the background with the rat. <laughs> uh. I think Gears just kind of like looks around for a bit. Um, are there any like interesting ships docked? Um, like any that would catch Yes. Me? Yeah, yeah. There's a, a ship that is, um, it, it, it's a very like blocky uh, base to the ship. Um, mm-hmm. Except like on the left and the right, it's got these real sleek wings that come off of it. Hmm. 
Do it, Nick. Lean in. Lean into the curiosity. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I I go over to like the dock master. Um, like, hey, there. Uh, that ship over there is is the crew on board. I was just gonna ask him about that interesting vessel. Like, are you talking about that one there? Yeah, you want to go in that one? Yes. All right. That's uh. Do you know about the uh, acolytes of Brash Kadesh? Oh, they're cultists. Well, cultist is a uh, no, not really. They're a little weird, but wouldn't quite call them a cult. They're in the ship. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Anyone to gamble around here? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. He points you down down the the corridor, uh, past like the exit to the spaceport. There's a, a spaces bar right there. Plenty right. of gambling going on there. I pat him on the shoulder. I'm like, you want to uh, lose some money? You can come on and come on over. <laughs> Just start walking down. I mean, I'm not going to lose, but let's see what happens. And he he follows after you as well. <laughs> Got him. Um, <laughs> and you gambled. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go too much into it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can, but I want to get to the other other characters as well and start presenting you some missions to take part in. You've got to find your next job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Havoc, Havoc Plex. Yes, ship has landed. Gears has gone off to go gamble. What are you doing? Well, Gears is gambling, then Havoc probably isn't far behind. Okay. He catches wind of that. Yeah. Um, before, he, before he leaves the ship, though, to walk out onto the streets of war, and Havoc will... He's pretty much... He pretty much does this whenever we're on any sort of populated like area. He'll... Yep. Put a banana up over his mouth and put his racing goggles on mm, and nice. step out onto the onto the surface. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what what else do you step out onto? Uh, the floor of the surface. Um Yeah, yeah, he'll go walk, try to find gears. He'll keep his he'll keep a keen eye out though. As he walks, just, just for, for anything, anything of interest, for anything of interest, um, particularly people. He's a very, he's a very. The the rest of the crew will notice this whenever we're out in public. He seems very like cautious, cautious. nervous, almost. Sure, 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 he's sure. Constantly looking over his shoulder. Um, maybe like we pass by like some homeless man. He'll say, "Hey, look at me, yeah. Hey, look at me like that." And he like it's takes only... a few more steps. I'll just pop up behind Havoc and just be like, Havoc. Hey, it's Gears. This man's giving me a giving me a stink eye or something. I don't know, but um, you go I'll like, I'll like rub his shoulders. Hey, you gotta you gotta calm down. All right, it's it's not that. It's whatever. You gotta be all that um, tight, you know. A little too tight for you. 
It's too tight for me. I don't think anything's too tight for you, Gears. Uh, I heard you're going to gamble or something. Yeah. Throw a bit of coin in the ball. Yeah, this guy, they say. I, I'm sure this guy in your camera, I'm going to rob him. Rob him blind. I mean, I don't know about that. I will see. At this point, where you're walking in the corridor, like a bunch of glass just gets shattered out of a storefront, <laughs> and a person's body flies out of it and lands on the pavement. Uh, and you hear Graves, <laughs> and people oh, are cheering gosh. inside of the establishment. All right, now that's interesting. I need to see that. And Havoc runs over to see what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Spacers Bar that that. Uh, the, the space court guy had had pointed out to you earlier um and carlton what what were you doing in there what <laughs> carlton just finished uh, a match there was just a fight um <laughs> a paid you know just a, a paid you know um yeah bro. i get you yeah you know every, everyone understands that the glass breaks sometimes i don't think we're a little too bar ball. About that. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. it's covered it's there's an entrance fee and the entrance fee is for potential of glass breaking <laughs> so you guys see kind of through the midst, you know, uh, Graves' head is well above most others. And so you can see him and his horns kind of popping up and he's nodding as he receives a little bit of cash from what looks like the manager. And then he walks towards y'all. You should have bet on me. So Graves, it looks like you've won again. Of course. <laughs> and he looks around as if he's bored already and waiting for another fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay well well you I'm sort of just jump into these things you, you don't really give us any time to bet on you but yeah, i mean you didn't have to leap into here we could have just come together Great. i just, just come and surveys the floor and sees a piece of a broken chair and then picks it up and starts eating it <laughs> <laughs> it's never not settling hey don't need to do that I'm going to go find the dice. <laughs> uh, Havoc, do you join Gears Gambling as well? Uh, I think so, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you, we sit down and you gamble for a little bit. And at some point, uh, the, the waitress kind of walks up and puts a drink down in front of you, Havoc. Uh, there's a napkin under it. And she goes, uh, this one's uh, on the house. Don't trust that. Not whatsoever. I'll pour the drink out and look in the glass. Like I'll pour out onto the floor and like look at the glass. Look at the bottom of the glass. Have open it. up Someone the napkin. Just bought you a drink. You you open up the napkin and it just says two words. It says Counters Guild, and you know that the Borniku Syndicate will take over abandoned mm-hmm. Counters Guild headquarters across the Procyon sector and set up there. Oftentimes mm-hmm. posing as. Uh, the counters guild to people who are unaware, which is the banking guild. It's the future reference. Exactly. Yep. I thought it was the counting guild. Well, Danny, what do you do at a bank? You count people's. You you lie and you cheat and you scam. No, no, you're so close. You count (laughs) people's. Those probably those do happen. (laughs) (laughs) They mostly do count things though. Hey, um, <laughs> Havoc sees this and goes, hey, pockets it. A little bit unsettling. He is, I need to go. And he stands up and leaves. <laughs> oh. And I'm just now power walking back to the ship. <laughs> mm. 
Graves just well, leans down and starts slurping up the drink that you poured out on the floor. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> a waste. <laughs> I agree. Mm. But I'm, I, I'm, you know what? You do your thing. You don't really know where that floor has been. Yeah, just it's been right here. And then he keeps licking. <laughs> he can't. He's got you there. Man, he's, humans. he's not wrong. Uh, Havoc, you get back and I'm assuming you go to the Counter's Guild? Hmm? You um, go to your like, ship and then go to the Counter's Guild? Or what do you... Like, no, I don't fly to the fly to the where the Counter's Guild are. No, there's a Counter's Guild here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. There's not just one place. There's just not yeah, one I think bank account for systems. Havoc, that would be yeah. uh, a horribly inefficient banking <laughs> That'd system. That'd be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think once Havoc turns a corner, so it'll look the other direction and start making his way to the nearest um, U.S. bank or something. And you would know that it's there are other counters guilds that are legitimate, like from the counters guilds. You know which one is yeah, actually yeah. controlled by the Bornico Syndicate. It's it's a little bit um, off the beaten path. Um, sorry, I just you know that thing where like your eye just like gets a bunch of fuzzies in it. You mm, know the eye fuzzies. Man. The eye fuzzies. The bunch of eye. Fuzzies. It's a little bit. It's a little bit off the beaten path. It's actually not too far from the spaceport because almost everyone comes into Warren through this spaceport. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're walking past and, uh, you know, as you continue to walk, it gets somehow even grimier. Um, you know, there were a few uh, unhoused people on the streets by the spaceport. But as you get further in, you're starting to see people that are just in like really run down clothes, families that don't look like they have a lot. The the houses get much, much smaller. They're like just basically shacks. Um, and uh, you get to this counter's guild. Uh, and it's, it weirdly stands out because all the houses are incredibly run down, single room homes, essentially. And then there's this fancy looking bank in the midst of it. Gentrification. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> uh, you there would. is, yeah, you would, Steve. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> uh, you walk in, and and there is a a, a smallish human. He's wearing a, a suit. He's got uh, slicked back, like brown hair, shaved on the sides. He goes. Uh, are you depositing with us, sir, or something else? Really glad you gave that second option. It's definitely not depositing. Um, someone gave me this, and he pulls out this crumpled napkin. Ah, yes. The head banker will see you in the back. In the back, you say, all right. And this is like, don't trust this at all. Go to the back. <laughs> well, scurry, scurry on over. Scurry well, on into the back. Scurry and scanter. Uh, almost as soon as you like get past the the front of the bank, right? The like tellers, the the stalls and whatnot. It is very clearly not an actual bank, right? Mm. Like. 
once you get past the facade that they're presenting, it's just like people hanging around in like a back room with a bunch of like boxes of stuff. Hmm. And they see you and you see them. Maybe you know some of them, but you walk your way to the, the very back to where they said that this had banker is and you open the door and you see Yatu, who is more or less your adoptive father and mm. the head of the Borniko syndicate. Uh, what, what does Yatu look like? So I really, I always, for some reason, every time I picture Yatu, I picture him as some kind of, um, that's the word Zeno. Zeno. Alien. I think he's an yep. alien. I think he's um, a I think he's a big burly Zeno. I don't know what race exactly he would maybe be. Maybe he's a Ramda. But that'd be yes, yes. That's kind of fun. What? He's a steel horn. He's a steel horn Zeno. He's a Ramda, yeah. <laughs> uh he is sitting there and he's uh chewing on a piece of uh gold ingot really slowly. And he looks up, puts it down, looks up at you and goes, Oh, my boy, Havoc, come in, come in, Havoc. Oh, Havoc goes and embraces him. He goes, Yatsu, you know, you can just tell me. So you really thought I was going to get killed or something. You know, just. You know how no. we work. That's always how we do things. It was just unnecessarily racking my nerves. You know, I don't. It's just. My nerves don't like being racked, Yatsu. I like to keep my agents on their toes, you know. Sit, yeah. sit. I have something I want to talk to you about. All right. He pulls out a um. He pulls out a small little vial. Uh, it's about maybe six, seven inches. Puts it down in front of you, and when you look, there is this like gray viscous material inside of it that is moving on its own. It's not natural. What the hell is this? Nanobots. Oh. Nanobots. There's a symposium, a medical symposium on one of the Concordiant Knights ships. Do it every year. This year... The doctor's, the uh, governor's personal doctor, Dr. Lorraine Young, will be there presenting. We think if we can compromise her, then um, well, we could get just that much closer to the governor's fault. Your crew owes us for your ship. Bang someone at the right, door. I'm sorry, one second. <laughs> knock, knock. Uh, a little spiry. The, the the teller from before comes in and says, uh, Sir, you've eaten all of the gold. Uh, I'm hungry. What do you want me to do about it? Come off it. We're talking. Uh, sorry. We're just, all right, sorry. We're out of gold. <laughs> there we go you're robbing much. them blind Yatu huh um so what, what do you want me to do about this I already forgot oh, what you said <laughs> you were 
always terrible at paying attention, Havoc. Yeah, well, you know, just point me in a direction, I'll fly the ship there and forget about why we went there. <laughs> I need you to get this past security here at Warren. Get this past any security they have on the Concordian night ship. And inject this into Dr. Young. Oh, like... Okay. Like physically into her. Yeah. The nanobots need to be inside of her, yes. Oh, well, sounds good. Do you have a syringe? Yeah, yes, we can provide. Yeah, of course. We oh, can provide you with a syringe. I'm not going to make you provide question. your own syringe. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do ridiculous things sometimes, Yahtzee. <laughs> he picks up the gold bar, takes a little nibble out of it, puts yeah. it down. I don't know what you're talking about. It has other uses. It's so valuable. <laughs> this? Um. No, just keep eating. Keep eating. It's fine. All right. Um. <coughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. All right. So, put the little bots in this thing and call it a day. That's the job. It's a job. Sounds good. He sort of flicks it up and detaches it and pockets it. Um. Tell me, have you heard or anything from our Maris at all? A wide smile comes on his face. <laughs> Still tussling with her, huh? Uh, trying to avoid tussling with uh, her. <laughs> Haven't heard for in a while. Stopped doing jobs for us a little bit ago. All right, well. Doesn't really take time to listen to me, but if she does contact you at all, you just try to send my, my deepest apologies. I think I'd rather let you handle this. Oh. All right, yeah, too. It's a lot of help. It's fine. I You'll figure it. it out. You're a big I'll, boy. I'll figure it out. All right. Um. All right, well, I need to get back. I have people waiting, but nice seeing you. I understand. Um, Lito, I want to get to you, but there is uh, another thing I want to present to uh, Gears, who is at the gambling table. Uh, you've started to clear people out. And the last person uh that is at the table is this uh tall thin looking androgynous figure they're wearing a, a red robe and they have a shaved head and then they've got like tattoos on their head that look to be uh a star map but that kind of shapes and forms into a pillar of light and very like dead faced it's like now just the two of you and you're both like looking at your hand yeah so i assume <clears throat> this game kind of plays like like mahjong but with like very strange dice instead of tiles mm, i love it so i'm just kind of like looking at my hand you're a very difficult one to read thank you it is intentional. 
Well, it's very helpful in a game of dice. I believe it is your call. And what was your name again? Gears. Gears. Yours? Pleasure to meet you. I am Ashkod. Ashkod. Pleasure to meet you. You've got a... One of those... Really into the, the Ur and, and their culture? I believe that they found something that would help all of us ascend to the next level. Oh, that's one of the most reasonable things I've heard from uh, one of those Ur chasers, so it's pretty fair. I will call in there. Stone face. They just stare at their dice. Fine. Let us see how this plays out. And calls as well. Um, I feel like there should be some sort of uh, role for this. <gasps> the first role. Perhaps the our first, our first role. Secured. <laughs> secured the you first secured role. secured the first role. <laughs> Excellent work, Nick. I was like, should it just be like story, whoever wins? But no, let's have some fun with it. Let's see who wins. Um, oh my gosh, this is a new system for me too, so I am learning this game as well. Uh, let me pull up my list of abilities. Abilities? Abilities is what they're calling mm. it. It's called an ability roll. Which I'm not going to... Or an action roll. I think is kind of a silly name for it. But that's just me. You know what? I know in the GM section is where they've got the list of abilities and actions. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you're approaching this game? Their gears. Yeah, <clears throat> are you? I'm cheating. Yep. Not bluffing. I okay. so because I I have cheated. Uh, yeah. So I imagine in this game you sort of are dealt like a series of dice, and you have to roll them, and they can't like be changed past that. Like j- uh-huh. dice, uh-huh. table would detect a change in dice, but yeah. like literally like an augmentation gears has like a little chamber like yep. in their forearm that they can kind of uh, open and okay. switch out dice that would okay. be more per- like it's cheating but it's not like i have full control over what's going to happen it's still rolling sure. dice but it's like sure. a more preferable set of dice yeah yeah, yeah. for what i uh, want <laughs> what do you think what action do you think is appropriate there um hmm. I'm so excited. Well, it's rig is actually about like fixing machines, it's not rigging games, right? <laughs> it is not rigging games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, that is specifically. Totally yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess like a sway to like not be caught. Oh, okay. And, and like the smoothness with which I do that. Okay. Uh, a sway. It could, yeah, it could be sway. Um, more of like a like a distraction, I guess, than anything. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like trying. That's to... That's sort of the the point of the conversation in the opening. Right? Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Um, I think then that you're in a, I, a definitely a risky position. Um, sure. and we will say 
standard effect. Let's say standard effect, risky position, standard effect. Okay. Do you and want I just to? One... Sorry. Yeah, you get your your uh, action dots in sweat. Right. Yeah. So I get one one die from one one pip in yep. sweat. Do you want to push yourself or accept a devil's bargain? Uh, I don't get to hear the devil's bargain first, right? I just you do get to hear the devil's bargain, oh. and you can decide if you want to take it or not. I would like to hear a devil's bargain that you've got for me. Okay. Um, the devil's bargain is, uh, well, you know what it is. I will let you take an extra die. They will catch you. That doesn't mean they will stop you, but they will know what you are doing. That's just too interesting because I want to know why. You they sneaky little. I will let them do that. I will also push myself uh, to get three dice. You can do either or. Oh, I oh either or. Oh, okay, correct. Um, the devil's bargain is too interesting. I will do. <laughs> I will do the devil's. Okay. Bargain. All right. Uh, okay, so I get two dice. Okay. Uh, I don't know what this. The one and six. Highest highest die. Yep. Oh, six. Six. Great. You do it. And you get to add a gambit to your crew as well, too, which is pretty oh. great. Um, so we will have this mission start with three gambit. Why not that? Well, actually, let's do this. Depending on what mission you pick, which you'll find out in a second, uh, we can start with three gambit. How about that? Since we're okay. not like in a mission. Um, you do. You like quickly, or as you're talking and have their attention you switch out one of your dice with your little wrist loader mm-hmm. and you think for a moment their eyes flit down to where that happened and then they look at you after they've called and smile ah it looks like you have won i have it happens very smooth Years. Thank you. Wonderful job. If you're interested, I might have something for somebody that moves as smoothly as you do. Uh, you talking about a, a job? Potentially. If you're interested, come to our ship. It's the box with the two wings off its side. Yeah, I was curious about its shape when I landed. It's great that I'll get to check it out. Wonderful. We'll see you there if you're interested. Great. I I pull in my money. (laughs) I love how uncomfortable you are with this. Graves, we gotta leave. We gotta go. Fine. He finishes a huge pint. Uh, I'm just like waiting. You're just like cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Leto, what are you doing as the ship touches down? Yeah. So, what do you as the, what do you look like a bit? Yeah. Yeah. So, Leto, as the ship is touching down, he he's putting on like a really smart suit and putting on his uh, bowler cap that he wears when they're in polite society, and he uh, 
like he as we're touching down once we're in warren's airspace he hails a cab to come and pick him up at the ship Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. like i think there's a there's a moment i don't know if the other guys see it but as havoc and gears are like seeing graves so the guy out the window uh leto's taxi is like passing them he like doffs his cap (laughs) and just keeps going and (laughs) yeah um, yeah but like i go to basically the opposite part of town from where havoc went uh and so it's like everything is beautiful everything is nice and i make my way immediately to a clothier where i spend a little bit more than my fair share of the cred from that last job on Mm -hmm. new clothes and uh I put on like a brand new outfit, even though I'm already wearing a very nice suit. I put on one of my brand new outfits and I make my way to like a cafe that I often work out of when we're on Warren. And as soon as I get to the cafe, I use like a shortcut and I send out a ping to all of my contacts on Warren that just indicates that I'm on Warren. I'm at the Mm -hmm, cafe mm -hmm. looking for new jobs. If anyone has any anything that they want to talk to me about. Sure. Uh, you get a ping almost immediately from one of your contacts in the Sun Eaters. Uh, they are a bunch of archaeologists mm-hmm. that and, and scientists that are trying to somehow enhance Jumpgate <clears throat> technology, like recreate it and make it better. Um, and uh it's this um middle-aged man named uh, fuller evans and uh fuller uh contacts you and says i'll i'll meet you at the the cafe that we normally do looking forward to seeing you my good man uh and some time passes and then uh you um you are waiting there and and fuller comes he's he's wearing uh like almost explorer's gear, but like explorer's gear that a scientist might wear. Like not quite a field person, but like they're trying to wear clothes that would help them as they're like moving around. Yeah, uh, and and he he sits down kind of awkwardly. And he's like, um, how 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 are you? It's been a it's been a while since uh, we've um since we've seen each other. It, indeed, it's it's been interesting. It's great to see you, Mr. Evans. I'm glad to see that you haven't allowed this uh, part of town to change your style, the way you present yourself. You always you. Oh, was this um, was I supposed to wear something nicer to this uh, meeting? Posh. What can I get you to drink? Uh, I'll take uh, uh, the Flubber's ale. Uh, Lido just like snaps. And a server comes over with exactly what he just asked for. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, thank, thank you. Uh, before we continue, I want to make this clear. Since this is the beginning of the campaign, I assume you have some creds to spend on this stuff. Going forward, you will not just be able to say, I buy this thing. I will say, do you have the cred for it? <laughs> good, good. I want to make that clear. I, I, I... And this will come up, I'm sure. Leto does not have any creds to spend on anything. He's doing all of this on reputation. Ah, okay. Well, then we might have to have some roles be in place then instead. Totally fine with that. Second role. Not now. I'm I'm willing to just let this ride. Mm. But going forward, if that is the assumption that there is no cred being spent and that you are just 
spending your your goodwill yeah. and your your favors there will need to be some sort yeah. of will well i basically sure. like with the clothes i just spent i think that there's probably no money left over from that transport mission yeah yep that's that's what i'm saying that's why i'm fine yeah. doing this like i'm just saying you spent all of that money yeah. so yeah yep um wonderful the the this like green viscous liquid in a in a glass like a frosted glass is put in front of of uh fuller evans and he goes oh thank thank you he just downs it it slides down like way too like solid that a beer should he's like "Mm, mm, so good who who i'm just like sipping very primly sipping a tea that looks um like you quite enjoyed it i I don't get a chance to eat Flubber's Ales that often. Sorry, drink Flubber's Ales. It's somewhere in between eat and drink a Flubber Ale. Um, Wonderful. What can I help you with right now? Oh, yes, yes. We think we found something. We're not quite sure. There's a a pirate in the wreckers. I know you've had some run-ins with them, so we thought maybe you might want to take something from them there's a I, one of their crew uh that touched an artifact came into contact with some sort of ur artifact and apparently has some information now about the ur they're looking to sell it to the highest bidder we need you to find them follow them find out who the the buyer is and let us know don't interact with them just figure out who the buyer is trail the meeting and and let us know do you not want to be the highest bidder oh we don't have any money i'm not a spy my goodman i mean i sure I... I get it. you you wanted a job i'm i'm offering you a job you understand that I broker transactions. If you're not looking to transact, there's nothing for me to broker. <sighs> okay, I- I'll. Okay, I can. I can go back and see if we can scrounge up some money. You do that. You let me know. You ping me. Okay. And I will be charging three times my usual fee because this is not my usual work. Uh, I mean. I understand. We can. I'll see how much we can. We can scrounge up. Fuller. Three times. I will pay you what we can. No, 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 no. You will pay me three times my usual fee, or you will not receive the information you're looking for. I will still collect it now that you've given me the information I need to maybe broker a transaction with someone who has the coin. Uh, I think this needs an action roll. Here is something we're not going to be doing every mission. We are not going to be doing this like, I'll give you one credit to do this job. And you're like, I want 10 credit for this job. Most of the time, the creds presented are the creds that you get for the job. There might be some areas in which we like play around with this. He presented no creds. He presented presented what we can. (laughs) Which is not an amount of creds. So... Yes, that I is understand. Why I'm pushing back on that. I understand. So essentially, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what the creds are, and that will be the the three times, right? Great. Like, sure. I just want to make it clear. 
we're not gonna we're not gonna do the D D bartering at the shopkeep for for yeah i'm not of, trying to barter i'm just trying to yeah, get yeah, yeah. A, a set amount a set amount uh he he kind of like is very awkward has been this entire time he's like I, I i mean maybe we could do i mean if we have to also pay we'll probably pay for for the information as well too we could probably give your crew two cred i think we can make that work two cred is not three times my usual fee but i like you for so you give me all the information i need in writing and i'll see what i can do for you all right i'll send you a ping with the information excellent now get out of here my good man you're ruining my reputation with that outfit okay i'm so sorry uh okay I'll, i'll message you bye goodbye I look at someone at the table next to me. Just like, scientist, what are you going to do? Oh, I knew. They're hopeless. They all smell so poorly. <laughs> I know. And those suits they wear, if you could call them suits, it's like, what, 20,000 years ago fashion? <laughs> I certainly wouldn't call them suits. Anyway, I doffed my cap. <laughs> and I got up <laughs> yes. <and> leave. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then you, uh, you, you go back, uh, to wait for the rest of this information from, from Fuller. Uh, Gears, do you go to the, the, uh, ship? No, actually, I'd probably wait at our ship until Lido's there. Okay. Sure. And so Lido, you're coming back. Gears is kind of waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, Comes back in a, in a cab. That's a very nice outfit you're wearing. Yes. I can't very well do business in old clothes, my goodman. Fair. Uh, I see that very odd-looking ship. <laughs> yes, it's quite, um, boxy. Apt. Um, some, they're like, cult or something offered a job uh i don't have the details yet didn't want to go without you oh okay i'm i'm happy to go with you so you don't have any details so this very well could be a a trap of some sort no it could be i i did cheat the lady who told me about it at dice the lady Hmm. well hopefully it's not a trap we can't get out of do we need graves for this yeah, he's right here. <laughs> oh, Johnny, Johnny was like, did you decide? <laughs> I did not see you there, my goatman. <laughs> Grave frowns at you. <laughs> and then he turns and starts walking up the platform into our ship. All right, great, great, so, great. We got it. I suppose no, you're uh, not coming. What? No, he's, he's coming. Come on, come on, Graves. We got it. Come on. We'll get we'll get some radium for you. Yes. Radium. Come with us. No radium. need to be so right. sheepish. Mm. Ignore him. Ignore him, Graves. Anyways, <clears throat> and yes. we'll, Anyways. Uh, we'll like to the ship. Go down the docks. Yeah, to the ship, and uh, gliding out of of the hatch is the person that you were playing a uh, hollow hollow deck with hollow cards. Uh, Ashkad, uh, and they say, "Ah, you've come! Wonderful." Ashkad, 
Um, as I, as you know, I'm Gears. This is Graves, and this is Leto Bartok, who's t- sort of take the, off my hat and bow. At your service, good lady. Wonderful. So, what did you require of us exactly? Yes, please, this way. And oh, ushers you into her ship. Uh, and as you're passing to, like, you see very similar looking people. They look almost identical. Uh, same, like, maybe the height difference is there, but like, bald head, same tattoos, red flowing robes. And uh, Ashkad leads you to this room. There's like a star map. And there is another person who is wearing the same red robes and the, the shaved head with the, the tattoos. I, and, I whispered to Gears, is this the Brash Kadesh? Um, Have you gotten us embroiled with the Brash Kadesh? I don't, I don't remember what, her, what she said her order's name was. <laughs> I don't think it was Brash Kadesh. That doesn't sound right. Well, we'll find out, I suppose. It looks an awful lot like it's the Brash Kadesh, though. Hmm. Hope not. <laughs> and when you when you get into this area, there are two other people standing here. Same flowing red robes, same shaved head with the tattoos. And Ashkad motions to them and goes, Gears, this is Ashkad, our leader, and Ashkad. Ashkad, Gears, Leto, and Graves. Ashkad, Ashkad, Ashkad. Ashkad. Our names are not Ashkad. <clears throat> okay, so what was the, the job you had for us? I don't know that we can fully deliver, we, but we are... We make no promises, uh, yes. Quite, quite the delivery crew. There is a... Uh, steps forward is the the one in the center like behind the star map Uh, there is a a specific person we need from a uh, what is it from a uh, maker's guild factory on Holt on the city of Nightfall the rumor is that they have made a clone of the governor. Whoa. Obviously illegal, so the governor does not know. Deeply. We could pay you to obtain this clone and smuggle it back here to us. It is an interesting job. Now... How much are you offering us for such a job? Well, we obviously understand how difficult this may be. And we believe that we could offer three cred for a job of this size. It's not unreasonable. Hmm. No. Do you know of any particular contingencies existing in the Maker's Guild that would make this more difficult than it already sounds like it's going to be? Well, 
We haven't heard anything from this factory since we obtained the information. We've reached out to them to see if we could create some uh, by-the-books meetings that had nothing to do with this and get in, but it has been silent. Interesting. I do have some contacts in the Makers Guild. I think that we might be able to take a look into this and see if there's anything we can do. Again, we make no promises, but we will happily be in contact. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wait, uh, there's something that I kind of need clarified. Did your man make the clone? Are we just picking it up? Or are we, you know... Yes, are we holding them? Yes, you will be taking it from them. Okay. So it's a bit of a thieving situation. Correct. All right. That's not a problem. I was just, I wanted clarification. I understand. Wonderful questions. It seems that Oshkot has chosen wisely. Mm. I, I do, do we tell actually... the clone from a non clone. <laughs> I think you would ask it something that only the original would know. Forgive the bleater. He's not, um, he's not used to these sorts of things. Graves, the non-clone won't be there. They're just paying us to abduct the mare. No, the the fake. we, We will explain it to you on our ship. He's not. He's not deaf. He just, Graves just looks he wouldn't like be able to hear me if he was like deaf. That. I don't. I don't know. I'm <laughs> trying to help him understand. He clearly doesn't you know, follow if we speak at a normal pace and a normal tone. It's. I understand. I think the cloning thing just tripped him up a little bit. It'll be fine. Okay. It better be a clone. <laughs> he starts trying to walk off of the ship. Look, the governor's in his mansion. I. Oshkot, I, I do have one more important question for you. Um, yes. Now, do you here in the Brash Kadesh, do you have just the most magnificent orgies? Kira's <laughs> <I, laughs> <is> very interested. <laughs> There's this, this moment of like palpable silence. But Grave no emotion and shows. Kind of looks over. No emotion shows on any of Oshkot's faces. And the one you've been talking to goes, our sex is pretty great. Now, one more follow-up question. Do you consider it sex into a shoe individuality? Or is it masturbation? Am I having me of you are involved? We need to, we need to go back think to Think about it. Just think about we it. I to, think We need to go back to the writings. We have to clarify that. <laughs> Someone pulls out a notepad, takes notes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Now, um, make sure you give me credit when that changes your religion entirely, and we will be in contact if we decide to take this job. Wonderful. <clears throat> it was nice meeting you. It was nice to Ashkan. meet with you as well. Thank you for recognizing our individuality. Giz, you've done well. Let's go. Thanks. I'm out of here. You go back to your ship. I'll say that the four of you go back to your ship. And it is time to figure out, you can talk amongst yourselves as players, you can talk amongst yourself as characters. 
What do you want to pursue? So I have an interesting job from Fuller Evans, my my scientist friend. He's one of the sun eaters. And he says that... Thank you, one. Yes. I mean, have you ever met a scientist who wasn't at least a little bit stinky? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's exactly what I've been saying. In any case, the Sun Eaters know that one of the wreckers seems to have come in contact with an artifact, and they want us to follow them and find out how much they know, what they've learned, and who they might be in contact with in regards to this information, but they don't want us to interfere. Now, it's not the sort of job we would normally take, and they're only offering two cred for it. So, I think that, at the on the surface at least, this job that you've arranged, Gears, would pay us more. But I'm wondering if Havoc, have you gotten anything, any bites since we've been here in Warren? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, I've to contact with an old associate of mine, and he uh, presented me with something quite interesting. Um... He pulls out the vial of nanobots. We're supposed to inject this into a woman. Just any woman? No, no. Um, Justin, you said that was, she was part of the Concordia Knights? Uh, they are a doctor. On a, uh, she was giving a speech a, on a Concordia night ship. Correct. Oh, yes, okay. there is like a a annual like medical symposium, and this year it's hosted on a Concordia night ship. Hey, I would like okay. to. I I want to. Um, I want to set some things because I may have the creds. This is a new system for me. So mm. how do we feel about uh, this? I'm gonna read the monetary values. Uh, two cred is a weekly income for a small business. So okay, I I think, and one cred is uh, a month's wages. So oh, I okay. think let's let's lower it. The the um the scientist that was talking to Leto is offering one cred. <clears throat> and okay. the uh the acolytes of Brashkadesh are offering two cred. That seems a little bit more reasonable. Sounds good. Um yeah, right. and while we're on it, I think it is also important to be clear that um uh, the Bornico Syndicate was not offering any credits because you owe them a right. favor. Yeah. Now, we would lose our ship if we don't take the Bornico job, right? And then we don't do any more jobs. That's probably our, our lives. Yeah. Yes, well, I think that decides it for us, doesn't it? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't want you, I want you to feel cornered. Hey. <clears throat> oh, I feel kind of off. Now, yeah. what, so what are you, you talking about? <laughs> we could probably pursue two of these jobs, no? You do one yeah. and then the other? Well, as much as he wasn't paying as much as you'd like, Alito, uh, that scientist guy, I mean, his job sounds pretty easy. You just got to listen in, right? Well, we it involves those? the wreckers, and they oh. are not my biggest fans. Hmm. Hmm. Some of my more legitimate uh, enterprises like have of... gotten in the way of theirs, so I will crush them. I'm sure uh, I you like would still what we're used to. I feel like in terms of what we're used to, um Ashgad has the job that most typically falls in line with what we do. 
Yes, trying to steal the clone is a little different, but everything in between is right up our uh, alley, though, right? True, true, and it pays more. So if we do both jobs, we do the Bornico job because we have to, and we do the acolyte job because it pays the most. Then that's the main job. Maybe we come out on top for once because we currently have no cred whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Well, please I don't look money. at the bags in my rooms. I won the fight. <laughs> I have money. We have not to the scale that we needed, Graves. Mm. I I also won. Uh, well, I fleeced some people in dice, but it's not to the. Yes. We're very we proud need. of you, Graves. You did well. Did you already spend your cut? He looks at oh. your clothes and smells them. Oh my goatman, I spent all of our cuts. Oh. You see, <laughs> I arranged I that, job, that one. And so um I felt like it was important that I be able to continue arranging jobs. And so I took what I needed to make sure that I would be presentable to the people who pay us. In this particular instance, it did Johnny- not help very much, but does Leto have any metal on his person? <laughs> uh, probably not near you. Yeah, has, has learned the unfortunate lesson <laughs> to not do that. No pocket watches, monocles. No, I think that there's coins. a. Re- look, look I'm imagining that uh, there's a reason that he doesn't seem to like you very much, and it's probably related to why he also doesn't wear metal near you. <laughs> <laughs> Graves, hey, he has. Leto has it has to work that way. We need to be able to pull legit jobs so that we can do our smuggling operations. My clothes have gotta go. His arms. It's okay. My clothes had fallen out of fashion, but now I have things that are at the very height. I won't need to buy new clothes for at least six months, maybe three. Okay, that cut fast. Graves looks down at his unclothed (laughs) body and just shrugs. I don't have fur to cover my genitals like you, and so I must wear clothes. <laughs> Humans. No, I don't mind it, really. You know, Mr. Driver. Oh, you're so much more than that havoc. And I'm just a mechanic. You're the thing that shackled us to the Bornico. Anyways. Well, we wouldn't have gotten Monty, and I'd pat the ship Tis if we hadn't done all that. I want to clarify one thing. The way that this the the cycle of gameplay works in this is you choose a mission and after that mission is downtime, which implies that there's a bit of you know there's some downtime. You know it doesn't necessarily it's a, it's a decent amount of time, like at least a, a week or two. So there's a pretty good chance that whatever you choose um, might not be available after mm. the downtime is over. Mm-hmm. Mm. So be thinking about that as well too. You know you could always do the the um the clone mission and hope that you can uh appease the Bornico syndicate enough to be like all right we'll do that after but there might be some consequences to that and both of those jobs are in different like systems right we have to correct yes yeah. yep so really like nightfall right rough yep we just came from there it's crazy so, what do we say, my goodman? I think we probably have to do 
Havoc's job, right? Yeah, uh, I'm a little nervous about, you know, upkeeping Monty, but that's what we got to do. I mean, is there any reason that the Concordian Knights are quite wealthy? Is there any reason that if we're already sneaking about to inject this doctor with nanobots, we couldn't arrange something a little more sticky-fingered while we're on board? Rob them blind is what you're saying. I don't know about rob them blind. We should take enough that we can do what we need to do without taking so much that they decide to pursue us. I'd like to rob them blind. What if we rob them blurry instead? Ah, yes. Rob them out of focus. (sighs) Yes, I mean the middle. (laughs) Giz, Graves, what do the two of you think? Sounds like a plan to me. Hmm. Does that mean yes? I yeah, can t- I still don't really understand that either. He's I don't like grunt. these meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're starting to wear on me as well. We mean yes. We, we were both in agreement. I don't know why that was. Why do you always bring me? <laughs> if you I didn't like, like those Oshkosh. Because we care about you, Graves. Your opinion matters so very much to all of us. If we need more money, put someone in the pod. And he just points over at the uh, the healing <laughs> pod that we use to stash people for transport. <laughs> now, wow. that it does present... I mean, if we're going to nightfall anyway, we might as well see if anyone needs transport there. Shouldn't we? Wait. No, we're going to... No, we're going to... I thought to it was well. in nightfall. Yeah, where's oh. your job at Havoc? It's on the Concordiate Night ship. Uh, it's uh, oh, so a which ship is... called... The um, uh, actually, it is called the Knights. Sorry, is it not docked somewhere? Do we need to do a boarding at sea? Correct. Yes, it is. Uh, it is. We'll say it's actually um, it's here in Warren, but it's like floating in in orbit above. Oh, Warren. okay. So like all the, the scientists are like coming here to Warren and then taking a shuttle up to the sh- the Concordia night ship called Glory. And that's like orbiting Warren. Correct. So it's close by. So, yeah. Okay. So we can't double dip, but it isn't far, which is nice. Um. So, is it better for us to sneak on or to find a way to gain access legitimately? Uh, I think. Driver. <laughs> I think now that we have chosen the mission, mm. I think it is time to stop planning everything Indeed. and just start getting to that engagement role. We're playing the game, guys. We're playing the game. We're playing the scum and the villainy. (laughs) Brand new game. (laughs) The scummiest and the villainist. And I want to, I want to, I want to emphasize that, right? Like, basically, once you pick a mission, you're all in agreement. Like, this is what we're going to do. We can kind of stop there, right? We don't need to go through the whole plan of like, here's how you're going to like get in. Here's what you're going to do, because you guys are GD professionals. You're going to have that conversation. <laughs> we don't need to see that entire conversation. But we do need to have an engagement role. So here's how this works. It works like this in Blades in the Dark, and it's going to work like this in this game too. There are six paths that you can take, right? Six like overarching ways that your, your engagement can go, your planning can go. You can do assault violence to a target. You can do deception, lure, trick, or manipulate. You can infiltrate. Pass trespass unseen, 
you can do a mystic plan, which is engaging the way or power. You could do a social plan, negotiate, bargain, or persuade, or you can transport, carry cargo or people through danger. Whatever of those six you pick, I'm going to need a detail. So depending on which one of those six you pick, I'm going to tell you what the detail I need is. I feel like the three that make the most sense would be either deception, infiltration, or social. Yeah. I mean, I lean toward infiltration or social. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Social would be fun, in my opinion, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. that's just my social. character is built for social. Yeah, but, yeah I think Leto goes for it. Yeah, yeah, social. All right, in that case, then, I'm going to need the detail is the social connection that you are using in order to get into this medical symposium. And I can already think of who that might be. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my dear friend, Carrie. I'm going to reach out and see if they're attending. Is Carrie is your friend? Every playbook chooses one friend and one rival, and Lido's is a house doctor named Carrie. Uh, Carrie is going. So, what are you asking Carrie to do for you? What is the, the what is the detail the the social leverage you're you're applying here? Um, yeah, I reach out over comms, and I'm just like, um, if if it's not too much trouble, I would like to see if maybe we could go as your attendants. Okay. Uh, I love that. That is the detail. So you'll be uh, essentially like not sneaking, but like participating in the symposium. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Uh, Let's do this then. I think we have the detail, which is to be a part of Dr. Carey's retinue, his attendance. Uh, And in fact, Dr. Carey is giving a speech as well, too. Uh, He is uh, giving a speech on the uh, advances in um, uh, cybernetic enhancements uh, as a um, potential for like workforce automation. Um, there's the detail. Uh, I need your item loadouts. So you, what are those? You get to pick. What are the actual like categories they call them? Light, is that right? Mm-hmm. Light, normal, and s- normal, and heavy. heavy. Light, normal, heavy. Yeah, I'll be going in light. Also light, unless Graves gets burdened with things to carry by everybody else. <laughs> I'm going to go light as well. Okay. Um, I'll go on light as well. I feel like just with this, the kind of job this is, it's just okay. necessary. Yeah. yeah. You're all going light. Uh, that means I believe you each get two items. Is that correct? Three. Three? Okay, perfect. Three items. Well, it, it, it depends. You get three load, but sure. some of them yeah, are yeah, worth yeah. Some of them are more. Yeah, yeah, so you get you get three load, and then uh, you don't have to tell me or figure out what those are now. You can just keep it that general three load, and then as the mission progresses, you can say, like, oh, I actually brought this thing with me, and it costs two load. And then mm-hmm. we'll be, like, all good to go. Um, your, at the start of each mission, your crew gets the two gambit, 
because you did not choose the uh, mission with Rosh Kadesh, you will not get that third gambit that Gears potentially had floating. That's fine. You get you get the two gears uh, or two gambit, which any of you can spend at any time to uh, uh, to uh, add a dice to a roll. And there are ways that you can generate more gambit during the mission, but for now you start with two. So with that, we're going to go into our engagement roll. Mm-hmm. All right, you get one die. Sheer luck. You get one die per major advantage. Um, I will give you a dice for having Dr. Carey. Because um, it's not even just a, a contact. It is Leto's like, good friend. Is there a disadvantage? Um, Probably equally because of me. Because I have beef with the Knights of Concordia. Mm. The, I, like they're... Uh, yeah, there's, there's yeah. Some, some beef there. I, I was going to say that. I was also going to say like literally like sneaking into like trying to keep yourself undercover on a Knights of Concordian ship is as doctors, which none of you are, is it's difficult. But I think definitely the beef yeah. is is big. Um, so yeah. that might come into play. They might like recognize Lido or there's yeah. stuff. I, I don't know if this sure. matters for what we're doing, but I think like we're not all pretending to be doctors like i was imagining that was like graves was coming on as a bodyguard and gears and havoc as like valets and i would be like Mm. plus one basically sure sure Uh, yeah yeah Uh, doctors isn't the thing but you're you're somehow trying to uh make yourselves off to be something that you are obviously not in the midst of this very prim and proper doctor medical symposium um so you got that advantage for for having a friend, but we're taking it away because of Leto's uh, beef with the Knights of Concordia. Um, so I'm just going to roll the one dice. And we're going to see okay. where y'all start. Uh, that is a four. That means a uh, mixed result. So you're in a risky okay. position when the action starts. <clears throat> Not, uh, you know what it is. Um, you meet Dr. Carey and take the shuttle up to the Knights of Concordia ship, Glory, uh, for this, this medical symposium. And there's a long line of people trying to get in. It's the first day of the conference. People are, are moving in. And it is the five of your turn, the four of you and, and Dr. Carey. And as you're getting closer to the front where you get uh, viewed, um, Lito, do you have any specific beef like with a specific person in the Knights of Concordia? Is it just like the faction as a whole? I think it's kind of the faction as a whole, but I think as a result of the beef being with higher ups in the okay. in the Knights. Uh, there is a head of security who is there. Uh, her name is. Uh, Jasmine Barstow. And uh, Jasmine is uh, looking straight at you, Lido. Like you can tell she's like trying to figure out where she knows you from as you all get closer to the front where they're going to, to scan you, take your papers, figure out what you want to do. Do I know her? Yes. Okay. Yes, for sure. Can I pick up on that? And I mean, you've got time to like whisper amongst each other and, and figure out what you want to do. Yeah. 
uh, I'm wondering how much room for interpretation there is in like the items as they're written on here. Like legitimate ID I have as like one of the, th- I'm going to take that as one of my items. Does that have to be say Lido Bartok or can it be a legitimate ID that says a different name? Well, Mr. Bartok, uh, you, Lido Bartok is also not your legitimate ID. That's true. So, but you can get legitimate. But it appears IDs legitimate. With you can get a legitimate name. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there an I? Is someone have an item that's like fake ID? Because if so, that would be like you're 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 saying it's a legitimate ID, but you're actually saying it's a fake ID. So, well, so it I'm does saying seem it's, a little... it's, it's it is official. It is an official government document. Sure, it just sure. has a different name on it. So it's not like it was not from. Like in, in, in our world, it'd be like if I went to the DMV and got a license that had a different name on it, even yeah. though my name is John Button, the ID sure. says yeah. Grant Smith, but it's still yeah. legitimate. It's, it's just legitimate Grant in that Smith sense. Of- I have, as a pilot, I think it's a pilot specific item, but it I do have one that says Guild License. Okay. I Here's my my inclination is to say legitimate means like uh, well, that it, it is like it's a, someone is official, else's but official ID. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Lido. Um, like I said, Lido Bartok is not your real name. Yeah, maybe you can use that ID. I think that would. Yeah. Work. Well, I think Lido Bartok is the one who has the beef with the Concordian Knights. Mm. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you've got a another ID that you can use oh, already. No, I would never present that in the Procyon section. No, never? Okay. No. Um <laughs> if you want, I could check that box that says guild yeah, license. No, I, I I I will let you have it. I will check that box. I will say a legitimate ID. Uh yeah. Cause I feel like my whole character yeah. is based around the idea of having legitimate documents that are not sure. Sure. Like true. Actually true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So you have, are you marking that to, what are you doing with that? So when we get up there, I'm going to, it sounds like Nick had something real quick before. Yeah. I was also going to like say gears kind of picked up on the, the lady, like I and Lito and he'll be like, Hey, you're, you're going to be out here all night or are you able to head inside at any point? Sir. (laughs) I am security. Right, right. But I mean, you said her name is Jasmine, right? In, inside yeah. as well. I, uh, it's Jasmine. He's just taken with you. It is so wonderful to see you again. It's been so long. Yeah, where do I know you from? We we met at a party on nightfall. The governor was throwing a party, and the Concordian knights were all in attendance. And I believe that you were there working security. We had a wonderful conversation. This sounds like an action to me for sure. Uh, this is a risky position, um, and I will say that it is standard effect. Uh, you are trying to connive your way into like getting past this without them noticing who you are. Yeah. How does assisting work? Ooh, uh, assisting is uh, you take, what is it, two stress or one stress? One, one stress. One stress, and you can add a die to Lido's roll. 
I will do so. Okay. Wonderful. Do you think it would make more sense to use a consort or sway here? I don't really remember the exact differences. What those I are. know, right? Uh, sway. I should. I, I wrote them down in Obsidian. Um, yeah, it's definitely I, a super big difference because I have two die for it's two one, and both. But. Well, it it here's the thing. So let's just let's just set this up now. Like uh, it, it does matter. Because depending on what action you pick is is and in fact I should have had you pick the action before I told you what the position and effect is, because you can mm. always pick any action for any role, but what action you pick is going to be how I determine what that position and effect is. Right? Mm. Like you might pick something. Mm. I'm like, well, that's that's not going to have. That's going to be a very limited effect as opposed to you picking something that you know would have a standard effect. Right. Um. So Social consort, you socialize with friends and contacts. You might gain information people are places. So consort is using connections you already have to get information from them. That's kind of the vibe of consort. Mm -hmm. you, uh, you might make an impression with someone over with your sway. charm and style. Yeah, it seems a, it might potentially be more of a sway. But again, you can pick consort if you want to. But then no, I think I, I'll go with sway. Okay. Then yeah, I think it is a, a risky position with standard effect. Okay. Um. Okay. So I'm doing three dice then. I thought is how many dots you've got. Uh, you've the dots and sway plus one dice from uh, gears helping, and, and yeah. if you want to push yourself or um, take a devil's bargain, you can. What would the devil's bargain be? <sighs> The devil's bargain will be that whether or not you succeed, I will start a clock of them discovering that the four of you are not supposed to be there. Okay. And start start a couple ticks on it. I will not take the devil's bargain. Okay. I think three dice is enough to succeed here. Okay. And I was right. Double sixes. Double six is a critical. That's what we're Whoa, talking about. There you go. First critical. Yeah. Nice job. All right. Uh, on a on a risky critical, um, you do get it out of gambit because uh, you didn't spend oh, awesome. it on this roll. So you guys have three gambit now that you can use. Amazing. And oh. instead of it being standard effect, you actually do it with great effect. Um and. So Oh, uh, oh! You know what it is. Um, they uh, Jasmine looks at this ID and goes, "Oh, you were the one that called ahead to request the the um, the individual rooms for your your team." Yes, exactly right. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, sorry, remind me of your name again. James Wonder. James, yes, yes, James Wonder. Uh, well, we've got uh, you and your team and Dr. Carey all set up in the uh, uh, presidential suite. Um, it should be completely out of out of the way of everybody else. You are free to have that Splendid. run as Jasmine, well. Jasmine, you are 
magnificent. You are an absolute gem of the solar system, and I appreciate you so very much. And let me just say that Gears is an amazing lover if you do change your mind about how strictly you want to attend your job this evening. And uh, we will be on our way. Ta. <laughs> this, this, like, Gears just nods along and then says, <laughs> goodbye. This, this very large buff woman just looks Gears up and down. And then a small smirk appears on her mouth. She says, Noted. Good. I'll see you later. I hope. Just hugs on down. Once we're out of earshot, I'll like lean over to Gears and I'm like, I am actually quite worried that she will kill you if you take her up on any of that. So uh, mind yourself. That's that's fine. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I like a challenge. Now, you, now that you've said that, Alito, Graves just kind of like looks back curiously at Jasmine. Are the I two of you doing those things? Never mind. I no. don't want to know what's happening behind those particular nope. closed doors. Moving on. Uh, when you get into the symposium at large, it is uh, Concordia Night ships are very open. So there's just basically this long hallway essentially with a bunch of different rooms off of it and people are just mingling around uh and you know there's there's appetizers and drinks and um you know that uh dr uh lorraine young is the keynote speaker on the first day which is today so you know you've got to find where she is um but you know that she's giving a talk in about you know a couple hours so you've got a moment to kind of find out some more information if you want to or or do something else uh dr carrie's Does, like uh, i have to i have to go get ready for for my uh, prepare some notes for my speech tomorrow i'm gonna um let me know if you need anything please goodman have the evening take your time we so appreciate you bringing us on board just don't let it get back to me I mean, they do know that you brought us on, but we will make sure that you are not connected to any of our illicit activities this evening. Thank you. Carlton makes to follow the doctor, like still no, still in bodyguard no, mode. No, no, I'm, I'm, nope, I'm, I'm going to go this way. Graves, you, man, you are, that's it. Yes. You're my bodyguard this evening. The doctor is okay. No. Fine. Hey. Have it. Can I look at that vial again? All right. Be careful. I have no idea what it does. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. To you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, can I like make some sort of investigation on this object? Um, Capital idea. Uh, can I say that I had some vision enhancing goggles in my inventory that I pull out? And is that an item you can check off? It is an item I could check off. Dope! Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So I just totally. like z zooming in on whatever is in here. I yeah. want to know if this is like the kind of nanotechnology that is like it's going to work in her mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. do whatever it's supposed to do. I'd like to know yeah. what it does, but I'm yeah. more concerned with like if somebody else gets this in them, is it going to do something to them? For sure. For sure. Um, I'm going to uh, roll the fortune die. I think I don't think that's an action roll. Um, yeah, that's but I do think it's a fortune die. Um, 
because I didn't really have anything set, but now I, I let's see. Um, well, actually, is it an action roll? It's an action roll. Sell me. Is there an action you were thinking? Either study or, or rig as part of like my knowledge of. Okay. Well, tell me what you. Tech. Yeah. Let's see. Let's. I'm. I'm again. I'm, it's a new system for me. I'm. I'm learning the system. I think we're doing pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think. Let's see. Study definitely seems like it would work. Um, tell me what you want to do. Tell me which action you want to roll with. I think I want to study. Okay. Um, I think then you're at a, uh, what is it? A controlled position um, okay. with a standard effect, um, because especially because of your, your goggles there. Cool. Um, I don't think I need anything. I'll just roll the two dice. Okay. Uh, that was a four and a two. So it's four matters. A four. Um, so on a four, you hesitate with John, try a different approach or else do it with a minor consequence. Minor complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You suffer less harm. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what it is. Um, it's a very fragile vial. So as you start to tamper and like trying to figure out what this thing is, it starts to crack a little bit. So if you want to continue, I can tell you some of this information. Otherwise, you can back off and either just try it or try a different approach. Was that crack there before, Gears? <laughs> It's very tiny at this moment. So if you stopped now, it's going to be fine. I tell you what, have a get a glass ready for for like to hold underneath. Oh, and what the hell are you doing? All right, it's important, and I will keep looking. Okay, I'm going to tell you the information, and then tell you what the minor consequences. Okay. Um. You very quickly, as you're looking at this thing, pick up that, um, sorry, pick up that while nanotechnology is not very common. It is intended to enter the person's bloodstream and be pretty passive it almost just gives them a view of what that person sees and the senses of the person that it is in. That is what is in, its intent is. However, the glass vial starts to crack even more, and I'm going to start a six-segment clock called Compromised Nanobots. And I will be marking one on that clock. And we will have to see what you do with these nanobots next episode as the glass starts to crack. (laughs) I swear. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. We're getting in the swing of things. We're figuring it out. And we will see you next week. Bye.
Say it. Cheerio, Bye. Goodman. <laughs> <laughs>《Professionals》is a scum and villainy actual play podcast produced by Dustfire Media. As an independent production, your support helps us to continue putting out content like this. Please check our Patreon at patreon.com/dustfiremedia, where you can access exclusive content, including The Forge, our Patreon exclusive show. Dustfire Media seeks to remain family friendly, but this is an improv storytelling game, and the players may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. See you around, scoundrels.